You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, February the 24th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Russia launched an invasion of Ukraine by land, air, and sea early this morning, breaching the borders in the north, south, and east, including from Belarus, a longtime Russian ally. Russian President Vladimir Putin declared that his aim is to demilitarize and denazify Ukraine. Explosions were heard in cities across the country, including the capital Kiev, the northeastern city of Kharkiv, and the Black Sea port of Odessa. Ukraine closed its airspace to civilian flights. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky, who is Jewish, accused Russia of attacking like Nazi Germany in World War II. He called on all citizens who were ready to defend the country to come forward, saying Kiev would issue weapons to everyone who wants them. Ukraine's military said it destroyed four Russian tanks near the eastern city of Kharkov and that at least 50 Russian troops were killed in battles in the Lugansk region. Ukraine's military also claimed to have downed five Russian planes and one helicopter. The Russian military denied the report. An advisor to Ukraine's president said that more than 40 Ukrainian soldiers were killed in fighting and several dozen injured. He said there were also civilian fatalities. Local officials in Odessa reported 18 fatalities in a Russian missile attack. The NATO chief said that the alliance would bolster forces around Ukraine and Russia. In other reaction, U.S. President Joe Biden said Washington and its allies would impose severe sanctions over what he called Putin's premeditated war. Senior European officials said that the European Union will freeze Russian assets, halt access of its banks to the European financial market, and target Kremlin interests over its barbaric attack. China rejected calling Russia's moves on Ukraine an invasion and urged all sides to exercise restraint. In Israel's first public criticism of Moscow in this conflict, Foreign Minister Yair Lapid said that the Russian attack on Ukraine is a serious violation of the international order. Israel condemns the attack and is ready and prepared to offer humanitarian assistance to Ukrainian citizens. Lapid added that there is still time to stop and to return to the negotiation table and to resolve differences peacefully with world powers mediation. The foreign minister noted that Israel has long-running deep and good relations with both Russia and Ukraine. There are tens of thousands of Israelis in both countries, he said. There are hundreds of thousands of Jews in both countries. Keeping them safe is our top priority. Lapid again urged all Israelis to leave Ukraine. He emphasized that Israeli representatives are at the land crossings with the five countries bordering Ukraine to the west, Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, Romania and Moldova. Israel's ambassador to Ukraine, Mikhail Brodetsky, told Khan that Israelis who have difficulty getting to the land crossings should try to reach the western city of Lvov, where the Israeli embassy staff is providing consular assistance. Those who do not have valid travel documents will receive help, he said. According to the foreign ministry estimates, there are still some 8,000 Israelis in the country. 
Leaders of the Jewish Federation in Ukraine in a statement issued to community members earlier called on them to heed directives and not to leave their homes in light of the outbreak of fighting. A con reporter says rabbis of some 160 communities made clear that if some can leave the country in a safe manner, it is best to do so via land crossings. Syrian state television says three Syrian soldiers were killed in an Israeli strike overnight. According to the report, Syrian air defenses intercepted most of the missiles. This was the second attack in as many days that Syria blamed on Israel. The weather outlook tomorrow will be unseasonably cold with intermittent rain in the north and center. Chance of local rain in the south, snow on the Hermon. Possible flooding in streams in the south and east and flooding along the coast. Saturday the same, warmer on Sunday, mostly in the hills and inland. The maximum temperatures in the main centers today, Jerusalem 19, Tel Aviv and Beersheba 17, Haifa 19, and in Eilat going up to 22 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.